this do? Why don't you squeeze that and find out? Yeah. <laughs> find out what happened. Educate Is yourself, that, ass clown. My new pronouns are fuck around and touch a button, motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, why don't you fiddle around with that TIG welder and see what happens, John? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put your hand on that. You can weld to crack your ass shut. <laughs> weld your fucking mouth shut. I wish I had a dollar for every time my old man told me that. I want to just weld your mouth shut. Oh. All right. Dad's Anytime. regret. Ready? Oh. <laughs> All right, boys, let's go. This is Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. <laughs> Fed up with the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. If it's sports, from the high school level to the pros, we're talking about it. Like the red-blooded Americans we are. God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. Let's do this. Here's Eric, John, Chris, and the coach. Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in Patriot Sports Radio. My name is Eric. I'm your host. Glad to have you with us. And thank you for those reviews like this one from Raphael J. Wells on June the 10th of this year. Great is the title. Five stars. This is a great podcast. One of my favorites. I always learn something new. Beautiful. See? Oh, also, just a quick news alert. The CDC is reporting a sharp rise in cases of updog throughout the country. So be careful out there. <laughs> Anybody who turned off the show right there, we didn't need anyway. Football is coming. I can feel it in the air when I walk outside every morning. We call Thursday night's football edition. But let's be real. Most every show is going to be football edition from now till February. However, we do love these casual shows. And I'll keep finding random shit and fun things to talk about. So don't worry there. Got some wild shit today, actually. But we'll get to that soon enough. Right now, let's go around this virtual room, tell you who's here, who's not. Angela is off doing a thing. I forgot. We kept changing the time, and, and she just gave up on us is what happened. Everybody else is here, though. Coach, coming to us from Oklahoma. John, coming to us from Colorado. Chris is here, shoveling coal, doing things. Coach wants to know what space chorizo means. So I'm going to tell him, a French scientist apologized after tweeting a photo of a slice of chorizo that he claimed was a deep space image of a distant <laughs> star snapped by the James Webb telescope. Etienne Klein, a physicist and research director at France's Alternative Energies and Atomic Energy Commission, shared the spicy Spanish sausage shot on social media last week, applauding the, quote, level of detail it provided. He said, picture of Proxima Centauri, the nearest star to the sun, located 4.2 light years away from us. It was taken by the James Webb Space Telescope. This level of detail. A new world is unveiled every day. That's what he said on the Twitter. I mean, he made up a distance, a name for it. Um, the first images from this $10 billion telescope launched last Christmas went viral throughout July when they released to the public. And uh, this guy... <laughs> This guy just kind of jumped on board. And this is like so just see. a senior prank. Yes. This is exactly what a senior prank is. And it's just, let's see how many idiots we can get to believe this. My, my thing is, is at what point was this dude just sitting there on a, on a random Tuesday morning, eating his breakfast and thought, I know what I'll do. I'll take a picture of this sausage, slap it out on the web, church it up a little bit, <laughs> and call it, it greatness. Well, did you hear where he came from? Francis something. So I, I heard Frank's fake science lab France. in France. Yeah. Frank, Frank's, yeah. Some Bill Nye, the yeah. science guy, episode yeah. too many. 
Yeah. France's <laughs> Alternative Energies and Atomic Energy Commission. Yeah, that's a real Frank's thing. Frank's fake really science. Really, have the, have the uh-huh. French done anything great since fries? I mean, really. They got the whole uh, Statue of Liberty thing. They waved the banner. That was about it. Anything else? John was just there. Was Is anything there. good over there? Uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of castles there that used to be castles before World War II. Um, a little bit of a dig, but anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, the Riviera is great. That, that's all I can comment on. Have they produced anything great? I, no. I mean, do they need to? They just have land. That's really cool. Are French chicks hot? Yeah. Really? <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. are they all shitty to you? Like to your face? Because in my mind, Not everybody if you're over American there is just money. an ass. If you're an American with money, I mean, everybody likes you. <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> you can hit any any uh any Caribbean joint and know that. Any any tourist trap that you're going to south of the United States, if you're you're American with money, you definitely draw attention. But I just yeah, wonder just as a side note, it was like my that. my experience traveling internationally, there's all these people who are like, Well, put a Canada flag on your backpack or whatever. It's like, no, be an American, show up, don't be a douchebag, but Dress exactly like an American, and people will probably treat you okay as long as you're not being like a frat bro, screaming and yelling and all that. I've always so. heard that too. Always tell people you're from Canada, but I got to be Bullshit. honest with you, my international travel is limited. <laughs> I don't yeah. don't exactly uh, jet set much. Usually, it's on the business end of a car headed somewhere if I can yeah. help it. So. So to answer the question, is that has anything great come out of France? I mean, not really. Like, if I if you have to think about it, the answer is no. So, back to sports. You should put well, that on the whiteboard. If you have to think a, about it, the answer is no. Answer is no. Yep. I'm, I'm going to come back to that often. I got us a whiteboard for our. For I our can't wait. Uh, wait, we yeah. gotta we gotta have just a section for Detroit Lions over unders. Our prediction from the beginning of the season. Absolutely. Call. I think I have the under at six, and I have uh, Angela on the hook for two losses against the Vikings. <laughs> oh, that's going to be fun. Yeah, a few no, days I'm after this, Detroit. he had to reveal that uh, it was not real, and he admitted it was a slice of reddish, speckled, spicy meat. You know, this also brought up another thing. If If any of us ever find ourselves in a place where we're viral, why don't people just lean in, keep it alive, you know? Just yeah. say, no, it really is a planet. I found it. Yeah. And then just see how dumb people are. Don't tomorrow, break character. Tomorrow, go pastrami. And then, yeah. you know. <laughs> this is the Milky Way galaxy. It reminds yeah. me of those guy on the street videos they used to do on late night TV where they would stick a microphone in somebody's face and ask him something that was really elementary and then try to convince them that it wasn't right. And, and people would just go with it. They would just go with it. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of <laughs> spicy foods. Uh, are you familiar with the ghost pepper? Are you familiar yeah. with the Scoville scale? The uh, yeah, I watch hot ones all the time, and I have the bomb in my refrigerator right now, and it will rip your tongue apart. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Well, the Scoville scale, for those who don't know, measures the intensity of a pepper. It's essentially a heat rating. A jalapeno, your average jalapeno is going to come in at 3,500 to 8,000 Scoville units. A cayenne pepper, which is pretty hot. 30,000 to 50,000. A habanero, I think we're all kind of familiar with how hot a habanero is. It's very hot. 200,000 to 350,000 Scoville units. A ghost pepper clocks in at just over 1 million, roughly 1,050,000 
was the most common number I found. So this man, uh, Gregory Foster, said, I really like these things. I'm going to see how many I can eat. Um, he made this attempt as a personal challenge, he said, to see how far he could push his love of hot peppers. So I click on this video and I don't like Is he white, though? Oh, of course. I mean, <laughs> then it's course. not far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's a video of a, of a bigger guy in a T-shirt that says Infernal Farms. Stay spicy. I don't know if he's growing peppers or what. Probably. Um, and he's got a plate in front of him with 17 bright red peppers and nothing else. And uh, apparently this guy previously broke a world record by finishing three Carolina Reapers in 8.72 hmm. seconds. So this was just uh, just another title. He sat down and ate 17 of these things back to back, setting the world record, which why who's chasing this record? Um, they're called. I'm not sure if I'm pr- going to pronounce this right. The Boot Jalokia chili peppers. It looks like an Indonesian name that I'm definitely not going to pronounce right. But uh, it was rough. I didn't watch the whole video because I know he was going to throw up. Yeah. 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 John's facial expression says it all. He's disgusted and confused. No, the hottest thing I ever had was the bomb. It's 135,000 Scoville. And I I guess we could post the video of it because I was crying. It was miserable. It ruined my night. It was the day after I ate all those freaking sugar-free gummy bears. So I think that's why I have ulcerative colitis right now. Oh my Legitimately, you, you literally Hiroshima your gut. Yeah, I did. You 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 put you literally just nuked your intestines and guts just just by the sugar-free gummy bears, whatever they put in that, whatever mad scientist whatever came up voodoo. with that. Whatever voodoo. That yep. is that is that is voodoo. That is what it, that is. I it was like them. that like that these, Woodstock documentary on on Netflix I just oh, saw. Gosh. Your Sugar-free gummy bears were essentially the $4 waters and the 98 degrees. And then you went ahead and threw a Limp Biscuit concert in there with, with your hot sauce. And I actually saw at that, that point, documentary. I saw it. I was going to watch it today. That's on my list. Really well yeah. done. I thought that they, that they nailed the experience. At first, I thought they were going to blame it on Fight Club and Limp Biscuit, But then they... They told the truth about the promoters and squeezing I'm, every dollar. They took your water when you walked in. I mean, it was a hundred. The original Firefest? No, it's like yeah. ninety nine Woodstock, I think. Yeah, but like the same thing where the promoters just yeah, same same concept of the Firefest. Yeah, that was I a great documentary that. too. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. I watched the Firefest documentary, I was like, this reminds me of Woodstock. It was it was rough. I don't know how I didn't die of dehydration. I think just being 18 makes you a certain level of bulletproof because the <laughs> the way they were talking about water and people in the first aid. Like, wow. Glad I was a young person. Uh what else we got? Um oh what's his name? Taysom Hill is a scam artist. We were talking last time about how he's moving to tight end. Guy played just enough QB to get paid like one, but now he's not good enough to play QB, so he's cashing QB tight uh, checks as a tight end. He's got a four-year, $40 million contract right now with 21.5 guaranteed, and I checked the average tight end salary is 1.8, so 10, not bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if he's going to stick around for the whole thing. Kelsey and Mark Andrews are both at – Four years, fifty-six million and fifty-seven million. That must have been a pissing match between agents. One signed right after the other. 
If his agent is worth 50 cents, he keeps him in the quarterback discussion. And by week four or five, whenever Jameis throws a famous Jameis four pick night, yep, that that he'll be back in the conversation at quarterback again because there'll be people in New Orleans going, What why what are we doing? That, yep. This is a this is a brilliant tactical agent move because they've got him right where they want him. He's getting quarterback money. He's managed to extend his career by playing quarterback because let's be honest, the guy was drafted, and when everybody drafted him, he was he's nothing more than a tight end or 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 a big a big back, and uh, you know he's managed to to do well enough to be considered a quarterback prospect. And if if I was his agent, I would I would pump that as much and as long as I could because it just helps him. Helps his client, helps his further his career. The more practices and snaps you can get wearing a red jersey where nobody touches you, that's money in the bank. Mm-hmm. It's like the bullpen catcher. Absolutely. Just, <laughs> yep. just keep going, man. And and this will this will be a topic all year with the Saints because already I read an article this morning on the Saints, and and already there's, you know, can the Saints compete with Tampa Bay? Are the Saints ready to go ahead and I, I don't think so either. I no. think that you know, pretty much without, uh, with with without the coach they had, I think that they're they're not at that elite level. But no. that's just me. Yeah, we'll see where old Dennis. What Allen. was their coach's name again? We keep forgetting Bruce Allen. Dennis no, Bruce Allen. Allen's with the Dennis Bucks. Allen. All right. <laughs> no, the Saints. They aren't going to be any good this year. I'm on record for saying that. I don't see how they could be. But uh, apparently, uh, Eric thinks uh, he wants to do a long shot on them winning, winning their division. Really, sixty-six to one to win the most games this year. <laughs> I'm kicking that. Around. I can tell you, I hate that. I think that <laughs> yep. is not. That is very accurate. <laughs> I think. I think that's actually a little low. That's very uh, <laughs> optimistic numbers. <laughs> you need better odds. Yeah. Uh, speaking of big numbers, we have a proper website. You can find all our podcasts, blogs, forums, everything Patriot Sports in one place. Thanks to literally Heather from Shouts in the House, who did literally everything mm-hmm. to build our current online presence outside our own social media. So she's the absolute best. Go check out her podcast, Shouts in the House, as soon as you're done with this one. PatriotSportsNow.com. Go there. Type things. Do stuff. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, what we should add, what we should get rid of. Our whole deal is for the people. So speak your fucking mind, dude. I'll be writing blogs during football season, mostly about prop bets or just to make fun of someone. Angela's writing some stuff as well. You're welcome to submit things you feel like we should be writing about as well. I wouldn't mind getting a couple people on board who could write for a website more uh, more consistently than I'll be able to. Chris, what do uh, what do we got going on over there? You're you're the guy who behind the scenes was getting this website set up with Heather. I'm currently on PatriotSportsNow.com. I'm seeing Patriot Sports Radio plus Money Golf Forum, the hosts, contact information, a shop, blogs, members. What's members? Oh, I bet you could be a member. Yeah, go check out the website. And I'm sure we will be tweeting about it and promoting it, etc. in the in the future, in the foreseeable future. Very exciting stuff. We got a website, we got multiple podcasts. I mean, this is a thing now. This is a whole, uh, uh, what do the kids say? This is a whole ass thing. Patriot sports is a mood. Maybe not. That's state of mind. It's the opposite of a mood. (laughs) It just keeps going. Yep. (laughs) Doesn't come and go. It's just perpetual. 
The SMU football team and men's basketball team I saw is cashing in on name, image, and likeness. Oh, it says bring up the Dallas Business Journal article. Um, John, we got another dark money super team or collective, whatever you want to call it, working their angle at at SMU. So NIL deal means $36,000 per year for some SMU athletes. The football and men's basketball players will receive $36,000 a year for name, image, likeness activity under an initiative launched on Monday called the Boulevard Collective. The story was initially published on the website on3.com. I don't know if that's supposed to be one.com, but these people are angling to be the biggest and the best. Uh, Let's see. What is showman? Shaman? the guy's name is who who is allegedly running this thing he said at a time where an athlete's access to brand and marketing opportunities is more valuable than ever before we are excited to leverage dfw's integrated network of corporate philanthropic and athletic leaders he said in a news release for a city and alumni base as a relationship oriented as dallas and smu it seems only fitting that the community has come together in this way that seems to translate to me to we have a shitload of money in Texas and we're about to give it to these kids and get these teams good. We're a bunch of crooks and we're looking to get crooked. <laughs> we're looking to get crooked. <laughs> the, the NIL deal is so it's Toons is the driving cat. Let's just lay it with that. That's what it is. Toons is no. Toons is no. Toons is watch out. This is where it's headed. Every one of these stories. Toons is no. Toons is you took a wrong turn. Does everybody oh, see no. this coming? It's oh, this is going to reek of disaster. And the, and the NCAA is just sitting there with their popcorn going. I mean, you guys asked for it. You asked for it. <laughs> you want it? You got it. Yep. Burn it to the ground. Yep. That's like, I like my grandma when I used to jump off the couch. Get, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, yep. ass clown. You're going to get yours. <laughs> then when you bust your head open on the coffee table, yep. let's go get the Mercuricom and Band-Aid. Real cool, ass clown. <laughs> Good job. That's 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 where we're headed with this. Yeah. I mean, the train just keeps a rolling. It just it It's just like a disaster waiting to happen. It's... There's going to be briefcases full of money being thrown. Every kid <laughs> on a college campus that's worth a shit driving a brand new car. It's it's just a mess. And now, I mean, here's here's the thing. It's not just that. What's what that's the rock in the pond. What's the ripple from this? What's how long till we get the high school kids? How long till a high school kid shows up with a new uh Camaro and and nobody really knows why because his family lives in an apartment? I mean, just pulling up to school like yeah, Adam Sandler. Just, I mean, and Billy Madison. Yeah, throwing Billy the leather Madison, jacket, back REO Speedwagon <laughs> T-shirt, and a jean jacket. Looking Big man awesome. On campus. It's that's that's where we're headed. <laughs> I haven't thought about Toons as the driving cat in got over a decade. <laughs> oh, it's great. That's amazing. The ambiguously gay is. duo. Man, SNL used to be funny. It it's used Pat. to be amazing. Every weekend <laughs> was Pat. just gold. <laughs> Well, if you like that, listen listen to Fly on the Wall. That's uh, David Spade and Dana Carvey. They recap all all kinds of SNL stuff. If you guys Ooh. like Toons is the Driving Cat. Uh, I want to make an irresponsible NFL futures bet this year. Golf has been pretty good. I have some funds in the account. I've always been very responsible, staying within my means, uh, daily limits, and so forth. But here's the thing. 
I've already cashed out twice as much as I deposited back in July before the John Deere. So this is all house money in my brain. Therefore, I want to choose an NFL future bet of at least 10 to 1 to wager $100 on. In consideration so far, Lamar Jackson MVP 20 to 1. I like like that that. bet a lot. They have an easy schedule. He's motivated. He's in a contract year. He's put on 18 pounds of muscle. The media loves him. What's the odds it would on be that? A 20 to 1. Okay. I'm right. It would, be a, down. it would be a great way to, uh, I don't know, What's show the, the league. In a, uh, the next one, I just put this one on last night. Malik Willis, Offensive Rookie of the Year, 25 to 1. This is going to drop to 12 or 15 to 1 pretty soon because the hype is there now. He threw a touchdown. I think he ran another one in last night. Football skin's worst record, 28 to 1. They're pretty bad. I don't know what their schedule looks like exactly. I haven't gone over it, but I know they're bad. And they have Carson Wentz. Well, who, Carson Wentz, who just got uh, he just got read the that? riot act. He just got read the riot act by some what was that? dickhead reporter. Yeah, I saw So nobody people... wants you and you're here now. Are you gonna be any good? Uh, you're going to try to be. (laughs) So do you feel like this is your last chance to prove yourself? Because you, you know, you sucked in Philly. You sucked in Indy. Uh, A lot of people just think you fucking suck, dude. And I saw a lot of people saying, oh, so brave. What a, what a good report. I'm like, "Eh, there's a way to do that. Like, it's okay to make your subject feel uncomfortable. I think I've done what? Five, 10 interviews. I know what I'm talking about. I mean, have a little bedside (laughs) manner. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm pretty sure in every reporting, every every journalism class, is, I think rule number one is don't be a dick. I mean, yeah. I think it's written on the wall. Hey, how are you try not get, to be a dick. Yeah, how are you going to get anything out of this person? Um, the other two I have on the list so far, Mike Tomlin, coach of the year, 30 to 1. Mm. I think it's, it's almost time for that. But Mitch has really, <laughs> he's been what John says he is and not what I was hoping he was. <laughs> So I'm not sure about that. He's got a ball and chain tied to his ankle right now. This would need, I would need Kenny Pickett to probably get Kenny, Kenny, Kenny rookie of the year at five to one is probably like him in camp. I'll tell you, pull up Kenny. Everything that I've read says that he is pretty much doing great things in camp. They think Kenny Pickett, they feel like he is a solid future. Ooh, but I mean, what does that future start in week four? Because Trubisky's going to run them off the rails. Another tunes is <laughs> another tunes is reference there. Tunes Bisky. Tunes Bisky is going to run them right off the. Watch out the turn. Make a right. Uh, I'm looking up their schedule. Get rid right of now. it, Mitch. Get rid of it. I'm yeah. looking up their schedule right oh, now to no. see when Mitch is going to get benched. I'm saying after week three and then week four, they put the kid in for the Jets. Bengals, Patriots, Browns, Jets. Uh, uh, and then the Bills, so and then would, the Bucks. Well, I think they like might. Games. I think he might. They're going to lose to the Patriots. They're going to. Well, starting off, they're going to lose to the Bengals. Then they're going to lose to the still or to the Patriots. Then they might beat the Browns. And I think the Jets will be uh, a dramatic week where he might play well, like a last chance gonna, for Mitch. But then they're going to bench him for the Bills, or maybe they they say we got the Jets coming up. Let's bench him so that we can get. Uh, Kenny in here to get a, a nice competitive game against the Jets. So three to four weeks, yeah. I just think, I mean, I that's the most Trubisky thing ever to have the Jets like week three or four. What is it, week four? 
and throw for five touchdowns. And throw for five touchdowns, and everybody go, oh, he's back. Everything's great. But I will say this about the Steelers. They will circle the wagons, and they will run the ball and play defense, and they will win ugly. So they will take it out of his hands, and they will do everything they can to have make sure he doesn't Pearl Harbor their canoe. That, that. Yeah, I've been listening to Mike Tomlin doing interviews, and it sounds like he's he understands he needs to mitigate the quarterback situation, and that's what he intends And they'll do, do a good job of it, and it'll make you think that Trubisky is better than he is, but he's not. Well, Did he won eight games with Duck Hodges and uh, the other guy. I mean, they, they their staff is good. So I, I'm interested to watch this because I want to see how a real coach handles Mitch Trubisky. That's my yeah, big this, thing. This will be the first one. Yeah. And, and I mean, in week four, does he go, this guy, we made a mistake, we're moving on. I mean, that would be, that would be impressive to hear somebody say that. They don't really make mistakes, which is why I'm so curious right. as to what they're doing with him. What are you, does, what are you doing with him? Does, does it not baffle you guys that they're in this situation to begin with and everybody's yeah. trying to sell us that this is the answer? Because My it first, baffles me, and I don't even like the Steelers. But I look at them and go, you guys are way too smart to be unpacking this Acme rocket. I mean, it, yeah. it just looks like a, a, a Roadrunner deal. A coyote and Roadrunner situation. I don't know. My first impression was, yeah, Tomlin sees something or the quarterback coach knows something that they can somehow they think Mitch is good for what they do. But then all the reports come out like, oh, Mitch is 0 for 47 in practice today. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have no doubt that they'll manage him well and put him in the best opportunity to succeed. My doubt just lies in his ability to be able to execute because that's been his whole career. Speaking of failure to execute, my last one, Cardinals, worst record, 49 to 1. That one's pretty crazy. Worst record in the NFL in or in the, the NFL? Well, yep. I mean, that's, that's I don't see that's that. That's 50 to 1 for a reason. Yes. It's I mean, I like them for last reason. place. But speaking of irresponsible, Fernando Tatis Jr. What? <laughs> Idiot. 80 games. He said he was taking a ringworm. He was putting a ringworm cream on himself, and it it was something that sounded like the steroid. But he what are you taking it to the mats? He mixed them up. I don't know. What are you catch a wrestling on the weekends? (laughs) Yeah, what are you doing? (laughs) Wrestling? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, this is what ultimate again. You need a guy who knows how to give you supplements that aren't going to test positive. And I'm so tired of the bullshit. I didn't know. It's your job to know. Would it yeah. not be refreshing to have someone just go ahead and step out in front of this and go, I knew it. I know what I was trying to do. I'd do it again. I'd do it again tomorrow. <laughs> and you know what? After this band's over, I'm going to get better. <laughs> I'm going to get better, and I'm reloading, and I may hit 80 home runs in a season. <laughs> uh, I'm going to keep taking it until yeah. my my suspension's up. I'm going to get jacked. And I'm going to just hit dingers. Back yep. to Saturday Night Live, the all-steroid Olympics. Oh, he pulled yeah. his arms off. Oh, <laughs> Okay, sorry. I can't do it. So good. Oh, man. Oh, he, man. he That guy. His but teammates I are pissed. I, I his will, teammates I, are pissed. Well, I was going to say, Chris brought up an excellent point that I never even thought about. Does it not look like, as you're reading in the tea leaves here, that they saw this coming and went out and went all in on Soto? I mean, it looks like a deal of, of, of they were circling the rallying the troops here to try to do some damage control. I mean, I never thought about it that way, but 
I mean, I really thought that the Padres were going to make a run, and I was rooting for them because they've mm-hmm. sucked for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they they, and I honestly, I want to see anybody win but the Dodgers. I I don't. I went to a the the Dodgers game last night here in Oklahoma City, but yeah, they the Dodgers man just seem like the clear cut favorites, and and I'm all for anybody that wants to just you know. Uh, to challenge them at that. And I thought San Diego would, would have a good shot at it. I thought they were pushing all chips to the center to try to do that. But now without him, I just don't know. I mean, Soto's good, but yeah, you needed all those guys to have a shot against the Dodgers. The Dodgers are, are really loaded. I mean, yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's not really fair. The Yankees of the West Yankees. Yeah. It looks like it's a, you know, and it looked like that from day one, the Dodgers and Yankees. Here we go. East and West coast which is what yep. the MLB wants. Yeah, get the ratings, get the money. Mm-hmm. Speaking of money. Those teams have to be good. And assholes. Some <laughs> assholes robbed a lemonade stand, and a, an adorable 11-year-old girl in Toledo, Ohio, was selling lemonade to raise money for her church at 50 cents a cup. She had made $40. If you're not good at math, that's 80 cups of lemonade this little girl stood there and sold. Um, A couple kids ride up on a four-wheeler, middle-aged school kids. They buy a glass of lemonade. They ride away. They come back and ask her how much a pitcher of lemonade would cost. She says, you want to buy a whole pitcher? I'll go ask my mom. She runs in the house. They steal the money and ride away. They haven't caught these little shit bags yet, but they'll, they'll brag about it at school or whatever. She said her and her brother went outside to chase them, so... She has a brother. I hope he understands his obligations here. There's only one move. You have to yep. find these kids and you have to beat the shit out of them. Yep. Um, as for the money, I have a feeling there's a local Facebook Facebook group or something that probably raised a thousand or a thousand or two bucks to replace the 40. But I'm sure this positive, this experience will help her avoid future trouble. There's somebody where, she shouldn't trust that she's not going to trust down the road. Where, where was this? Toledo, Ohio. Stay classy, Ohio. Yeah. Home of the Rockets. I'd, I'd be slashing tires of four-wheelers until I found the right one. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a better bet on a Thursday night than the Toledo Rockets? I don't think so. Uh, not <laughs> when they're playing Northern Illinois University. Exactly. Exactly. No no way to scud your books and start the week off right than the Toledo Rockets. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry for the little girl's lemonade stand, but back to gambling. <laughs> That is shit. Oh, um, did you see this? I'm sure you did. This little league thing with the kid who got hit in the helmet, not even the head, got hit in the like the side of the ear flap. Um, The kid takes his base. He gets up, dusts himself off, takes his base. He's okay. The pitcher, however, falling apart on the mound, crying to the point. The kid walks off first base who he hit and gives him a hug and tells him, tells him it's okay. And you know, the internet is like, Oh, sportsmanship hashtag all the feels. And I saw Dave Portnoy from Barstool say, no, fuck that. That's your plate. You're right. A trip to Williamsport is on the line. You don't do that. It, it, it reminded me of when, uh, when Tootie, when he, when he's, what he said when Hendry wasted eight fucking aprons on this guy who collapsed outside the cap stand. We got to toughen this kid up. You can't be out there crying. You can't be out there crying on the mound. No. And also, what was it? A, a 35 mile an hour hanging curveball? <laughs> Some high heat. <laughs> I mean, 
been no. mosquitoes work. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is, is where it's like, uh, it's just part of the game. The kid's probably not good enough to have aimed there for the assumption that he did it on purpose to necessitate saying sorry. Uh, so I, yeah, this is where I'm sure they're talking about this on the view and just loving it. Oh yeah. This is one topic that I'm just going to go ahead and skate past for my, <laughs> right. Person. Here's something they won't talk about on the view. Um, you know, on when they list the kid's name in school and age, they like to show uh, like favorite television show, favorite hobby, favorite actor or actress. Um, this 11 year old, young man listed and and nobody caught alexis texas oh, as boy. his favorite actress i, I mean that you, I sounds gonna like go to porn star it I sounds knew like it was going there but that's what you would do john yeah if you're like wow that oh. sounds like it could be a pornography actress it's because that's because it is it is no my answer would have been whoever was playing veronica vaughn in Billy Madison yeah. as a little Billy Madison callback. <laughs> yep. How come she was never a big star? She was always I a star. I don't in my know. Man. She was like a hotter Christy Swanson. I don't even know whatever happened to her. But that cute, like, out. Figured squinty out. eye look. I'm all about that. Yeah. <laughs> She'd whip you into shape. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of a fountain. Her and, uh, and the girl from Dodgeball, Ben Stiller's wife. I don't know yeah. why she didn't get more... Well, the oh. one that looks like Marsha Brady. Yes. Yeah, she, she played like, Marsha Brady. She, I think she Brady played Marsha yes. Brady, yeah. Yes, she did. Yes. That's exactly why. I, that's where I know her from. Big fan of her as well. I'm not a big fan of <laughs> the Diamondbacks security team. They are worse than the baseball team. You need to fire all these guys to send a message, but I'm not sure you can. Nobody really wants to work a job anymore, so maybe they're stuck with these buffoons. Give them tasers. Guy, guy runs it. Yes. Give them tranquilizer dart guns. Tell me, tell me the story here. I don't know what happened here. I didn't. A guy it. ran on the field. He runs on the field like all the you know drunks do, and he's just he jukes the shit out of everyone. Hot sauce him. Hot sauce him. He gave him the dead leg. They all live. They they all missed him at least once, and. There, you know, he's running past the right fielder who just puts his hands behind his back. Like, I'm not helping you do this. I'm, I'm sure they were loving it. He took his shirt off because he's wiping. Because now he's tired. Like, he's getting worn out. He's got he a wipes. lather going. <laughs> he wasn't he expecting to last as long. He's like the guy racing Mr. Freeze. Yeah. He grossly underestimated his ability to run. Uh, <laughs> oh, and the, eventually he just ran over towards third and surrendered. I think he should have hopped the tarp up the stairs and out the stadium. They were never going to catch him. Gosh, you know, those three beers and, and four hot dogs really started to weigh him down after three or four jukes. Uh, fuck. Gosh. I only quit smoking two years ago. Here's what I wish would change in America is one, we don't get super mad when people do this, but we give the security guards billy clubs and like, because that would just make it better. Look at this little asshole who's stopping the game. I want to see him get tased. I want to see him go full limp face plant right in the warning track. That'd make it all better. And then you would have less people do it. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I love when people do it because it's it's hilarious, but I hate that it doesn't end in like injury. I need it to end in injury. That's just me. 
you can take up a collection in your little section there and pay off the ticket, but you can't take up a collection for voltage. Yeah, that's right. You know, there's no amount of money they can give you that's going to be the same as taking a shot from a taser gun. Yeah. What they should do is hire DJ Moore. I saw in the pregame or the preseason game, there were two fans who were acting like tough guys, clearly about to fight. One had sunglasses on and it was like 9 p.m. So I would have loved to see those break on the bridge (laughs) of his nose. But star wide receiver DJ Moore hopped up on the rail and diffused the situation, which I guess is the best outcome since there were kids. Hmm. So he's he's the fan favorite down there, I'm sure now, if he wasn't before. Yeah, there's a list of people you don't fight, and the guy with wraparound Oakleys who's wearing them at 9 p.m., you don't want to fight because you're you're fighting every demon that he's battling every day. <laughs> Dude, you're going to get like three ex-girlfriends and a couple jobs. Yeah, he's like that South Park character. Punch. Yeah, yeah. You're basically fighting Dan Campbell without a healthy outlet. Yeah. He's he's got you on the ground and he's saying incoherent things like all I want to do is dance. I hate you, Dad. Like what are you? T- I didn't do that to you. That should, that should go on a list. The all guy. I said was Christian McCaffrey's probably going to get hurt. That's yeah. all I said. Wrap around sunglasses at nine p.m. and cauliflower ears. Two indicators of walk the other way. Yeah, he also oh, has man. the uh, the the metal nutsack hanging from the back of his truck. <laughs> These can't be real. I'm the next thing is I I found an NCAA all names team for this year. Ooh. A bunch of these. Oh, these aren't real. They can't be real. Although the coldest Crawford is real. Is he not? Yeah. Yeah, he is. Is Jaeger Bull from Wake Forest real? I think Panda so. Askew, Charlotte, Tiger Shanks, UNLV. Chris, can you check if Tiger Shanks is a real player at UNLV or if General Booty? Is a quarterback at yeah, Oklahoma? John that, David is, that is true. General Booty is, and I will tell you that Tiger, Tiger Shanks, Shanks, I believe, is too. I actually football. played with a punter named Roger Shanks, and he was a uh, he was a D two All American. Dude, this list I that? have in front of me, it's like they can't. Holy shit! Then maybe these are all real. I'm just gonna, I'm just without worrying about my own personal credibility. I'm just gonna read this list I found on Twitter. Defense, defensive line, Boston College, Shitta Silla. That's a guy. Uh, Demon Clowney. Demon Clowney at Ole Miss. I hope the Packers draft Demon Clowney if he's real. Blazing Lono Wong, Arizona State. No, that's uh, confusing. Fish McWilliams, UAB. Shittacilla, number 11. Well, I'll be damned. I I had... Uh, played in high school against some interesting names. So, yeah, I mean, we there was a running back we played, uh, Chicken Stucky, and then there was another running back we played, uh, Cavassier was his name. No. Nice. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> Held him to under 100 yards. I mean, I've got a, I've got a couple dozen names here. I'll just uh, Hot Rod, Hot Rod Fitton. Oh yeah, a linebacker. Oh yeah, Bumper Pool, Arkansas <laughs> linebacker, no. Bumper Pool. Y'all want to play Bumper Pool? Get out of here, dirt. Storm Duck, <laughs> Storm Duck is playing DB at North Carolina. Kool Aid McKinstry, Alabama. <sighs> Ephesians. Wait, there's a guy named Kool Aid that's at Kool-Aid. Alabama. I feel Kool-Aid. like Nick Saban would be like, we're getting catfished. That's. On this- that's what I'm saying. This kid he must can be able probably to play. play. I can tell you that <laughs> kid can go. 
<laughs> he must be able to play. If, and you know if his they, tagline is, drink the Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He <laughs> he bust through, through walls. walls. Jinx. <laughs> Fucking Kool-Aid McKinstry. Look at this. That's Chris is looking all these up. They're real dudes. Hey, ask, Bubba Chris, Baxa? If he re- ask Chris if he remembers the Mothershed family. Uh, cocaine and marijuana Mothershed. And then there was Arangelo and Yolangelo. Yeah, mothershed. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cocaine. Okay, I remember cocaine. It's a true story. <sighs> wow. I remember cocaine. Offense. Quarterback General Booty. Uh, running back Tank Bigsby. I know him. Oh, I've heard yeah. of him. He's real. Uh, a running back. Javensky Schlenbaker, Wazoo. We can you know, we can ask uh, we can ask Coach Leach when we get him on here. Maybe he knows that kid from Wazoo. Hmm. Wide receiver Boogie Knight, ULM. Oh, yes, Boogie Knight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bobby Curry, Buffalo. The coldest Crawford, Nebraska. Jaeger yeah. Bull, Wake Forest. Dylan Detheridge, probably Detheridge. But it looks like Death Rage. So uh, WMU Wing Green, Georgia Tech. He's an old lineman. A, an old lineman named Wing Green. Give me that guy. Yeah. Uh, Tiger Shanks, offensive line. Panda Askew. Anybody called Panda? I probably want blocking for me. And Malaysala Ameve Laulu, Oregon. I nope. I'm going to need to go to Got YouTube it. and find out how to say that. Got We're going to have to add that one to the pronunciation guide. That's Gosh. like uh, Okoronkwo. Every time you do this, it reminds me of the greatest uh, NFL commercial where it's all the dudes at the draft and the guy drafts TJ Hushmanzada, but he doesn't know how to say his name. So he's like, I'll take TJ Hushmanzada. And like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Shanahan can't wear his favorite hats. He's upset. He said he has, quote, beef. Uh, this is consummate- bullshit. It kind of is. Consummate trendsetter and well-known rad dude, Kyle Shanahan, is pissed because the league won't let him wear his hats with the tiny 49ers logo. He needs to wear the current company hats that we can all buy. This league looks for ways to make money like a crackhead inspects the carpeting after a bender. There has to be more. There has to. What hat is he wearing? Are people buying those? I bet they're selling like hot. What? Get that prick on the phone. We don't push discontinued merchandise. That's what happened. This is so dumb because one, he's an awesome coach. Two, he's actually pushing a product. I mean, the hat he's wearing is a different culture altogether. It's like skater dudes. So yeah, I cool. don't know. It's different than everybody else, or you know, just just curling up the bill like uh, every decent defensive coordinator you see. And honestly, I like that he's a little bit stylish and a little bit different than everybody else. I don't know. He just seems like a cool bro when you look at him. And so let him do his thing. And it's all related to money. Are you kidding me? Like, if you're a coach, you're just like, what the shit is all this about? Let me wear my damn hat. Yeah. If I put this on the league for not putting that hat in the shop, let me buy. Obviously, it's cool. He's wearing it. People are going to want to buy it. Stop being penny wise and dollar foolish. They just can't wait to get out the stick and punish people. Seems Penny like. wise and dollar foolish. That's wow, a, that's man. a no. That's an old wisdom. Thing. That's an ancient yep. Chinese proverb. You dug up that chestnut, <laughs> rolled it right out there. Love it. Yep. Wisdom over there. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'm like a broken clock or a blind squirrel. Uh, must have, what must else? Have bought we got? the right pouch this week. 
<laughs> I only got one more thing before it gets cold. I want to play 18 holes with Adam and Smitty. I think Adam can coach Chris and Smitty can coach me and we see who does not quite as bad as the other guy. I don't know what Adam's uh, travel situation is like. He just golfs and, and teaches people about golf. So I don't know. Oh, wait, Chris isn't hearing me. Wait, did you? There was breaking news, I think, yesterday, right? With the, the MILF hunter. Is Zach Wilson out? Oh, yeah. He has a bone bruise is the last report I saw. So that's going to be multiple weeks. This morning they were saying they were really encouraged. No ligament damage. It was just a bone bruise. Tells me. That's going to nag him all year, though. He's going to have to have a lot of hot tub sessions. Yeah. Yep. He'll be down at Judy's. Down at Judy's. She's got a great hot tub. (laughs) She calls it a spa. Come over to the spa. Oh, yeah. No, go to Veronica's. I don't care. No, yeah. I saw your car there last week. So I'm going to no live, secret. laugh, and love all night without you. Yep. Wine and retail therapy. <laughs> I'm going to blow all my Kohl's cash. <laughs> Getting an outfit for you. Kohl's cash is a real thing, my man. Yep. <laughs> that is a real currency. <laughs> I think he's talking about every suburban mom out there. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Don't forget to call oh. cash. <laughs> yep. How much? Oh, that, that is exactly that is <coughs> that term's gonna stick. Yep. Yep. I believe so. I don't know. That's all I got. We're at forty-seven minutes. Could wrap the show up. You guys could. Uh, Who's your know. Super Bowl winner, Eric? Anything? Who is it? We go. Um, let's, go let's go back to this uh, this list that yeah, you. Yeah, we got a whiteboard. Here. Why aren't we using the whiteboard? I need, pull out the whiteboard. I need, <laughs> I need visuals on the whiteboard. I, I need, forgot to. Uh, somebody put taken. eyes on the whiteboard. <laughs> I forgot to bring it. You're being a shit host. <laughs> yeah. What you had sure, one, job. one job. One job. I'm unprepared. <laughs> um, I think I want to say the. Chargers. I want to see that pen squeaking on that whiteboard. <laughs> I want the Chargers to win the Super Bowl. I can't wait to get something put down on the whiteboard so I can watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah, that Orioles bet might be home already. I'm telling you, man, they are. They're they're in the hunt for the wild card, my man. And where did the Guardians come from? Jiminy Christmas. Uh, All of LaRusso's failures, that's where they came from. LaRusso blows donkey dong. And bunting their way to (laughs) to a wild card spot, too. Gosh. The Orioles have 59 right now. They're what 59 the and 53. I think 60. Oh, it was man. 60 or 61. They're going to cruise there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They got By that. the time you hear this, they'll probably be over. Looking and they got your, rid of their pitcher, their reliever. Looking at your list here, Eric, Lamar, the Lamar deal seems like the, uh, seems like the deal. Uh, what was I the think, Skins one? I think 38. What about 28 to 1? But what was the bet? The... The red football skins worst record twenty eight to one. Worst record in the NFL. Yep. The bad thing about that is they play in the East, so mm-hmm. they've got a chance every week. The East is hot yeah, garbage. that's true. The yeah. East. The if Cardinals. it was any other division, I'd be all over that. But I, I think I, I think I like the Lamar. Yep. And the you fact know when that- it comes to that, I, I, I really think about the coaching. I don't see Riverboat Run trotting out the worst team in the NFL. I'm sorry. I, I think it'll be the Texans as much as I hate to say it. Cause I, I love lovey, but he's been out of the game. He's got uh, a bad squad comparatively. I, I can just think of other teams that are worse. Is mill still their guy in Houston? Yeah. Yeah. And he's not bad, but no, he's, he, he he's good. not bad there. He's just surrounded by bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
that that may be that one or the Lamar maybe. I I just don't like to bet on the Ravens because you never know which Ravens squad you're going to get. They can come out and look like a Super Bowl contender, and then the very next week they'll come out and just lay an egg. And their division is so brutal every week. As far as the you know, I mean, they're just a bunch of scrappy squads in there yeah. that can play every week. And I don't, I don't say it's brutal because they're all contenders. I'm just saying. It's just a heavyweight fight to see who's going to come out of that division every year. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. It's going to be it's going to be a slaughter this year. That'll impress the voters even more when he excels. Yeah, I kind of like that bet. To be honest, all the right. Fact, the think- fact that you said the Chargers to win the Super Bowl really, really just lets me know that you and I'm I dreamer. are going to trade a lot I'm of money this year. <laughs> I'm an optimist. I'm a peacock. You got to let me fly. Got to yeah. let me fly. <laughs> Herbert, Herbert is good. And the Chargers, I, they just, the, coming out of the West. Yeah. Wow. They got a good defense. I think they lost Ingram off the defensive line. But Derwin James is back. So that evens out. All right. Before I say anything else dumb, thank you, everyone, for listening. If you've come this far, then you like the show and you owe me a five-star review. I don't make the rules. Just click that fifth star and type a few words. Done and done. If you've already done that, congratulations. You're our favorite kind of person, like our good buddy, William K. Rosenfeld. He went in there and typed best podcast ever. Absolutely love this podcast. Amazing exclamation points. I bet that took less than 20 seconds from start to finish. That's what she said. And it gives us such a massive boost. So do that. Thank you. Until next time, be good to each other. Chris, kick the outro music. Kind of a short one. That's what she said. You've been listening to Patriot Sports Radio. If you're sick of all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media, like we are, this show is for you. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. For more content and merch, hit up www.patriotsportsnow.com. Find us on Twitter at PatriotsPod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time.